What's going on, everybody? It's Cooper from the Backpins. It's a solo mission today. James's throat is just not cooperating, got a sore throat, so he's going to sit this one out. But we'll have a short episode for you today. Nothing too crazy. Just going to talk a little bit about Thunder Days. I'm actually in Ridgedale, Missouri right now. I got here yesterday. We're not too far away from being ready to buck bulls on our end of it, so that's always a good deal. It's outdoor bull riding. I definitely enjoy it. That's kind of how everybody gets their start in this sport is going to bull ridings that are outside, your local rodeo, bull ridings, practice pens, etc. So it's kind of fun to get back to your roots a little bit. With that being said, I think Thunder Days is going to be really dang good. I'm excited to be here and take it all in. And I hope you guys are excited to tune in on television if you're not going to attend in person. But we've got a lot to talk about. So let's grab them slides, boys, because we're coming at you from the back pins. kick things off, let's just touch a little bit on Freedom Fest that happened last weekend in Oklahoma City. The Oklahoma Freedom, the first team to win their home event, they move up to third in the standings. Big move for this franchise. They started slow, but they're coming on hot right now when it counts. We've only got three events till the finals. It's already that time of year, so not a lot of time to make up ground if you're on the outside looking in. If you're down towards the bottom, you're definitely going to have to go into Vegas and fight for everything you can get. So the higher in the standings you are, the better. And the Freedom right now, they're chasing a bye. So they were led by Derek Colbaba, three for three last weekend with three walk-off victories. I mean, that's just incredible in any sport. To be able to convert in that pressure-filled situation that many times in a row, it shows you where he's at mentally. He's on fire right now. Chase Outlaw also went two for four on the weekend with the big highlight to cap off the show. 94.5 points on Whoopa in the bonus round. If I'm not mistaken, that's Chase's first time being on this bull with all the injuries he's had. He's kind of missed a lot of the time this bull's been on the scene, and I can tell you, he sure looked excited to have him. And in that situation, I don't have a problem with them putting Outlaw on Whoopa instead of Colbaba. Chase wanted him, and when a guy tells you he wants a bull, you're going to have to give him the benefit of the doubt because he ain't going to tell you he wants one unless he really does, and Outlaw converts. One thing I want to say about that ride You'll hear coaches or other riders say, be be ready now, either way, either way. Well, Chase Outlaw lived up to that saying because Wupa went both ways. Chase picked him up when he went back the other way, just finished him off. What a bull ride by Chase Outlaw. The Carolina Cowboys also had a good weekend at 2-1. and one. They finished in second, and their train just keeps rolling. Cooper Davis has really brought the energy back to that squad. They're definitely going to be a tough out for anybody in this team series. But let's move on to Thunder Days. It's an outdoor venue. It'll be cool to be outside, like I mentioned at the top of the show. It's unique for these guys. They don't get a ton of opportunities to do that throughout the PBR season. I've never been down here in the Ozarks. I've seen the TV show Ozark, and it looks about the same. It's really cool down here. I'm glad I got to take it in, and I'm going to take in the bull riding this weekend. I'm excited for it, but with that said, let's talk about some of these matchups. In the first game of the night, the Nashville Stampede will take on the Oklahoma Freedom. It's kind of the tale of two teams here. The Nashville Stampede have started to kind of get a little success recently, but they're still in eighth place where the Freedom are shooting up those standings. Let's just talk about a couple matchups, one on each team. I'm not going to get too crazy into these matchups, but the first one I have for the Oklahoma Freedom, Briggs-Madsen versus Midnight Flyer. This is a bull that comes from Gene Owen. 
He should fit right-handed guys really well. Briggs is a right-handed bull rider. He's also riding extremely well right now. I expect Briggs Madsen to ride this bull and be about 86 to 87 points on the upper end. Just a nice draw for guys at this level. And the matchup I'm looking forward to tomorrow night from the Nashville Stampede, Tiago Salgado versus Norse God. Justin McBride affectionately calls him Baby T. Baby T's got his hands full tomorrow. He's got a bull they can definitely be 90 plus on. There's been multiple 90-point scores put up on this bull. He got rode last weekend by Vitor Losnake. The biggest thing about this bull is he's shown me that he's smart. He went back the other way last week, and Losnake just rode him. Dead easy. Baby T is a left-handed bull rider, and he does tend to get along with bulls that go to the left. I expect him to, to knock this one dead while he's going to the left, but he has to be ready for that direction change. It's not a guarantee, but this bull has shown he's willing to do it, so you have to respect that for sure. I think this is going to be an interesting matchup, but I'm going to lean Oklahoma Freedom. They're just so hot right now. Nashville is still kind of figuring things out. I'm going to lean Freedom in that matchup, but let's take a break and talk about Rank Ride Fantasy for a second. If you enjoy what the PBR Team Series did, and especially the draft aspect of that, check out Rank Ride Fantasy. They let you put your general manager cap on, and you get to make those decisions that a general manager does week in, week out. I played the entire 2022 season, and it was a great time. It's a really good way to engage yourself with the bull riding that's happening. When you have something to cheer for or against, it really makes it more exciting to watch, especially when you pick a guy that goes 90-plus points. There's not a better feeling in the world, and it's a really good opportunity to give you and your buddies the opportunity to give each other a hard time, compete against each other. Let's get some bragging rights going. I'm better than you are. I know more than you do. Now you can put it to the test, and bragging rights are always good when you're talking, interacting with your best of friends. It's a really great time. I can promise you, you won't be disappointed. So check out Rank Ride Fantasy at www.rankridefantasy.com. And I will link their social medias in the description below. And also, I will list them at the end of this podcast. But let's get back to it. Moving on to the Texas Rattlers versus the Arizona Ridge Riders. This is another interesting matchup. The Rattlers have actually had two decent weekends back-to-back. They finished in fourth in Oklahoma City, which is pretty good for them, in my opinion. This is a team, like I've said a million times, I don't think they're a strong title contender, but these guys do fight a little bit. They've got some fight in them, so it's fun to watch and compete. And in any singular matchup, they're definitely able to upset the better teams in this league. Every team can beat any team in this league. The bull draw makes such a difference that talent doesn't always win in this situation. But let's get down to a couple matchups I really like. The first one that jumped off the page, Arizona Ridge Riders, Luciano DeCastro. It's going to get on Big Black. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you know who Big Black is. He's a bull that's been around for a long time, KBRC Bucking Bulls. Big time money bull. Left-handed bull riders love this bull. They've won a lot of money on him over the years, and I expect the same from DeCastro. He should ride this one pretty easily. Big Black's not a day off, but he's definitely lost a step from his prime. He's getting up there in age, but he's still a solid bull. Probably pushing 87, 88 on him. On his really good days, you can still be 90, but they're fewer and farther between right now. But DeCastro gets this one road. And on the Rattlers side of it, Edna Kaminhas versus Mike's Motive of Blake Sharp Bucking Bulls. This should be an interesting matchup. This is a big test for Kameen Haas. At 47, he's ridden some really good bulls in this team series, but this one's got some gas. He could be pushing 90 with this one. Should be around to the right into his hand. I'm just not going to count the old guy out. He's shown me that this guy is incredible. He is a freak of nature, and I expect him to continue that trend. 
But let's move on to the Austin Gamblers versus the Kansas City Outlaws. The Outlaws have grown on me over this team series. On paper, coming out of the draft, I didn't think they looked super great on paper, but I knew they were going to be gritty and tough. The emergence of Marcus Mass has done wonders for this franchise. Getting Kyler Oliver back has also helped, and they've got some gritty young guys that I really like. So I'm excited to watch them compete anytime they're competing because I know it's win at all costs. It doesn't matter what the cost is. They're there to win, and that's exciting to see as a fan. But the two matchups I'm looking forward to most in this game is Dalton Castle for the Kansas City Outlaws versus Lone Survivor, LJ Jenkins, Bucking Bull. Left-handed bull riders should really like this one. Derek Colbaba and Cody Jesus have had success in this team series on this bull. He's got some gas to the left, but he looks pretty nice for guys at this level. I expect Dalton Castle to ride this bull, and this is actually one of the nicer draws they've given him over the team series. If you track and look back at the bulls they've been putting Dalton Castle on, he's getting on the dragons a lot of the times. This is one that he should be really excited to get on. He can push that upper 80 to real low 90 threshold on this bull. I just don't see a scenario where we see Dalton Castle fall off of this one. This one should fit him like a glove. The second matchup in this matchup, the return of the GOAT, Jose Vitor Leme versus Shot in the Dark. Dallas Shot, Bucking Bull. Derek Colbaba was 90 and change on this bull last weekend, but this is a great matchup for Jose Vitor Leme. Coming off them sore ribs, so we don't know exactly how he's feeling, but we've seen this guy ride when the chips are down and he seems to deliver all the time. This is an outstanding bull for him to kind of get back into the groove. He can push that 90-point threshold on him. But regardless, this should be just a nice one for Jose to get back into the rhythm of things and get geared up for that title push here in November. And the last matchup of the night, the Carolina Cowboys versus the home team, Missouri Thunder. This is going to be an interesting matchup. The Thunder are banged up right now. Doesn't look like they were going to have Colton Fritzland for tomorrow night for sure, but possibly the whole weekend. They've already lost Clayton Sellers. They've lost their top two draft picks, it looks like, for this weekend at least. I expect Fritzland to be back. I haven't heard what his injury was exactly, but he took a pretty good shot last weekend in Oklahoma. But the thing about this Thunder team, when you have a guy like Ross Coleman leading the charge, you're going to go in there and fight. You're going to do everything you can to win, and that's what this team is known for. They're really gritty, and it's fun to watch them. The Carolina Cowboys, what else can you say about them other than they're incredible? Super deep lineup, guys that can go 90 points, they've got it all. But the two matchups I'm excited to see in this game, for the Carolina Cowboys, Winks into Silva versus Bordress. This is a Geno and Bucking Bull, big, black, scary-looking thing. This bull kind of stormed onto the scene in 2021, I believe it was, and they didn't ride him for a long time, and he finally did get rode, and I think this bull's changed a little bit. He's a little more rider-friendly than he used to be. He's not a day off, but... If you listen to what Wingson's teammates say about him, they like his toughness, grittiness, the cowboy way he goes about it. I think Wingson's got a chance to ride this bull, and that could really springboard Carolina to a victory. On the flip side of that, for the Thunder, Andrew Alvidrez versus God Bless America. This is a bull from J.W. Hart, and as far as I know, under the team rules, J.W. is not allowed to haul bulls to the event. I don't believe any contractor is. They have to be leased out, basically. J.W. Cord, guys like that, are not allowed to haul their own bulls to the team event because they're coaches. But this is a J.W. Hart bull. He came on the scene last year. Leme is the only guy to ride him. So this is not going to be a day off. But Andrew Alvidrez has done nothing but impress me this whole team series. Ross Coleman's dubbed him as Primo. 
He is a gritty, tough guy. He's riding a pretty high percentage of his bulls right now. I just can't bet against Alvidrez. He's going to come in there and compete and fight, and he is not going to quit till his head hits the ground. I'm excited to see what Andrew Alvidrez and the rest of the Thunder do during their homestand event. But I think that'll be about it for today. We wanted to keep it kind of short without James and just kind of touch on the event this weekend. I'm excited to take it all in in person. It's going to be a cool backdrop, cool venue. Outdoor bull riding, it doesn't get much better than that. Plus, the weather down here stays pretty nice for longer than where I live, so I can't complain about that. But before we get out of here, don't be afraid to check out Rank Ride Fantasy. They've got some new stuff coming on their website when they drop that. It'll be exciting. Also, don't forget to check out Ultimate Bull Rider on social medias. I think you guys will like that as well. Don't be afraid to comment, like, rate the the podcast. It does nothing but help us out. Give us feedback about what you'd like to hear, what we can do better, etc. all that stuff. But thanks for tuning in, guys. You guys have a great weekend. And until next time, come back and visit us again from the back pins. Mm-hmm.